there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. How are you doing today? It's a hump day, right? Wednesday. So we're almost through the week. Hope you have something great planned for the weekend. But we're going to start this Wednesday off in the Word of God, looking at Psalm 143. I'll be reading from the New International Version. Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. In your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one living is righteous before you. The enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. So my spirit grows faint within me. My heart within me is dismayed. I remember the days of long ago, I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, Lord, my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me or I will be like those who go down in the pit. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love and I have put my trust in you, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you, I entrust my life. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord, for I hide myself in you. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring me out of trouble. In your unfailing love, sil- in your unfailing love, silence my enemies. Destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. You know, we seem to be in a season of lamenting with our dear friend David. (laughs) Today, though, in this psalm of lament written by David, I don't hear despair as I did in the previous psalms. What I hear in this psalm is sorrow and desperation. I guess, is desperation the same thing as despair? Perhaps so, but it doesn't seem as desperate as the other ones have. The psalm opens with David pleading to God to hear his prayer because of this hostile environment that he has grown weary of. In verse 4, he admits that his spirit is low. And I think all of us can identify with that at some point in time in our life, right? Where we just want to kind of give up, perhaps live somebody else's life. The routine of chaos has become exhausting and you just want to be rescued. David tries to remember the times when things were good, but let's face it, that only works for so long, right? After a while, you you want some answers. You want things to change. And I think this is where David is. David is sorrowful and wants God to act immediately to rescue him. What I find most revealing in this psalm is found in verses 8 through 12. In verse 8, although he's sorrowful, right, and desperate, David shows his trust in God. He asks for the morning to bring good news because he's placed his trust in God. And that's the good news for us all, I think. Once we've put our trust in God, we can be assured that morning will come. Of course, I'm using the word morning as a metaphor for good news or answered prayer, you know, a change of events. And David also admits that he needs guidance. We all need God's guidance. 
verse 9 is where he admits that he wants God to rescue him. Therefore, I think it's safe to assume that he feels trapped. And sometimes we can feel trapped in our situations, right? Trapped by an impending decision that, that we have to make. Trapped by our circumstances that we think are beyond our control. But see, when we remember that we are in Christ, that feeling or those feelings of despair, of desperation, of sorrow, they must submit to the reality that God will provide. He always has and he always will. And then we are to do what David did, which is place our trust in God. Again, in verse 10, David asked for guidance or clarification of what God would have him do. Notice that David isn't asking his friends. He's asking God. And I think we're always to go to God first when problems arise. We go to him first to see what his guidance is. And then we can proceed to go to others as the Holy Spirit directs us. Of course, I'm not speaking of you feeling a, a, a chest pain in your heart and you're asking God what it is. You know, call 911 or whatever the emergency number is. And then after you call, you thank God for him, you know, getting the ambulance to you in time. But we're always to put God first, to remember that God is the one who controls our lives. In verse 11, God, I think, not God, but David does something that I find freeing. He ties his outcome to God's reputation. Verse 11 opens with, for your namesake, preserve my life. This shows that David understood that his life is connected to God. He understands that his life is to demonstrate the relationship that he has with God. You know, and we're to do the same thing. This knowledge frees us to put our circumstances in their proper place. Because we have, because we are God's children, he will work things out for our good. Because he's connected to us. And more importantly, he works things out for our good, but also for his glory. How many times did God tell Moses that, what he was doing for the Israelites was so that his name would be remembered. God wants and deserves the glory. And our lives are a testament to how good and perfect he is. Remember that you are tied with the Lord. Lastly, David states the obvious. That our enemies will be silenced as they see the hand of God on our lives. Our testimony of remaining faithful and trusting God will silence them. Today, if you are sorrowful or feeling trapped, go to God. Ask for guidance. Ask for him to rescue you. And he will because he loves you and your life matters to him. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for being a God who cares for us. We thank you for being a God who gives us new mornings, a God who answers prayer, a God who is connected with us. We don't understand why, but you are. And we thank you for your love. We don't understand why sometimes you may allow us to go through difficult situations, but today we're declaring that we will put, place our trust in you. Help us to remain faithful. Help us to exercise that mustard seed of faith that can move mountains. I ask, Father, that you 
rescue people who may be listening today who feel trapped, who are in circumstances that they just can't seem to get out of. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you start breaking strongholds, that you start opening doors to allow for the morning to come. And everything, Father, help them to continue to trust you, keep them safe, and help them know that you love them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.